uh, we posted that we were going on Tuesday or Monday, and then um, you got Nick Gore instead. So we apologize for making you sit through Nick Gore instead of Sam Tripley. I know you guys are excited, but we came through. It wasn't bullshit. So um, we are brought to you by nobody right now. We have no sponsors. So we're brought to you by ourselves. And uh, we're very proud of that. We're going to bring up, let me get rid of this off the screen here. We're going to bring up the first person on here that's allowed to speak. Mike Romanelli, what's up? What's up, everybody? Can't wait for this podcast. It's going to be a good one. I have allowed you, I have allowed you to speak. Thank you for letting me speak, Clint. Thank you so <laughs> you much. Are, Appreciate that. You're welcome. Uh, next up is our other co-host. He usually does some musical type stuff. Henry Suarez. What's Hello. up? Oh, I haven't been using Hello. our song. That's me. <laughs> 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 That's it. That was all you needed. All right. That's all I needed. I'm good. I'm all good right. to go. <laughs> all right. And the man that you guys, uh, a lot of you, I feel like um, since uh, Mike went on this guy's podcast and mentioned me, I feel like a member of Menudo, but like a member of Menudo now. Like, so just get recognized every once in a while. But before that, I wasn't anybody. So, uh, <laughs> everybody, <laughs> give it up for Sam Tripoli. I like, go. dude, I, I noticed that, like, you had me muted, and I'm just like, oh, he muted me. And then I saw that there was a mute button down here, and I press it, and I unmuted myself. And then I'm like, <laughs> I'm like everybody wearing masks for no reason. You're like, I'm just doing it because somebody told me to wear it. And I'm like muted. I'm like, oh, I gotta wait till he gets through this fucking lineup of Latinos before he gets to me. <laughs> it, it's it's all Ginzos and one Latino. Yeah. yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah it's all Esposito, oh, Romanelli, and Suarez. Yeah, 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 and Tripoli. Yeah. Come on. And, it's and all, all and, that's and, true, dude. That's true. Three Ginzos and a fucking I'm, spit. I'm, I love I'm it. Half yeah, Italian. Exactly. I'm half Italian. I'm half exactly. Italian. Okay, I like that. Yeah, it's all the same though. We're exactly. Not, yo, we don't have a like a thing going over here or anything. It's totally coincidence. <laughs> oh. You're not from Jersey. Yeah. 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 We are actually. Where everybody's oh. Italian, even if they're not Italian. Yeah. Yeah. Even we the just... even the Spanish kids Italian. Exactly. So uh here's some news I just found out, brother, that the Sycamore Tavern's closing no. pretty much for good, dude. Oh no. Yeah, dude. Our our little dojo area is now down and uh so might have to find a new location figure that out but that's just like dude it's just another thing down for no reason it's just like no reason yeah it's I'm, unbelievable i'm watching these videos of like people yelling at people with no masks on like cops like beating the shit out of puerto rican moms yeah you see that one? they have no fucking mask i'm like what world are we li like now? You know how like whenever you remember you were young and you look back on Nazi Germany, you're like, how did they let that happen? Now you see it happening like in yep. real time. Yep. Yep. It's unbelievable. What? You got five yep. fucking cops throttling this Puerto Rican chick in front of her kids. And in like, front of her kid. And like you're like, where is the protect and serve right there? You fucking pieces of shit. That's all. That's all in search for their quota. I was thinking that. I was like, how do you get these people? Like, if you're like a cop, you're like, fuck you. We're not going to do that. And then I was like, 
Oh, they probably have to give out a certain amount of like social yeah, distancing sure. tickets a, a month. Bro, I was like, I, yeah, I'm thinking the same thing. It's like I said to uh, my partner at the restaurant today. I was like, is that you? Let's you just you married. Le- yeah, <laughs> let's just open. Partner. Like fuck it. But then I'm like, you know, the problem is if somebody calls on us. They have to respond, and you can't get too mad at them because they're following. But how long are they going to follow? Because when you talk to them off-duty, most of them, they don't want to follow it. I mean, the guy's punching the fucking Puerto Rican girl on the subway. They obviously really want to fucking follow it hard because they're punching someone in the face. Well, there is a small – there's a small – I don't know what percentage of cops are psychopaths, but that's every group. Uh, And they just are psychopaths. And the rest of them are good people who just like – Want to make a dollar, get a check, sell illegal drugs on the side, bang a stripper on the on the side of their wife, and they're just normal people. But the rest of them are just like there's this small group of psychopaths who just get in it to crack skulls. Yeah, or they got their skulls cracked their whole life, and now it's time to get revenge. Yeah, I mean, and it just, I just like I'm like, what am I watching right now? Like, like you know what the biggest problem in this country is? How arrogant people are about their ignorance. That's how. That blows me away, like, how confident they are about how dumb they are. Yeah. That's I can't agree more. To me. On, on both sides of the fence, too. Well, true. Oh, yes, it, but, it doesn't I mean, matter what your argument is when you are, you're just steadfast in it. It's just like, I'm a fucking idiot, and I'm sticking to my guns. All right, that let's go to the TV end of the show. interview. But, yes, that's true. I mean, <laughs> that's it, how, right? How That should be a show. How passionate can you debate a subject? That you know nothing about. <laughs> or how passionate are you about something and then you realize something's wrong, but you still don't give a fuck because you don't want to be right about the subject you put your whole life into. Oh, which, yeah. you know, which makes me think like that's what free thinking and just is all about. It's like, well, we don't, that's we're what not married all to anything. Like, apocalyptic, end of day religious shitheads are up to. Like, yeah. These fucking Christians and these Jews and they're just like, Come on, end of days. I've been I'm like, dude, I've been waiting here forever. I'm like, fucking, I look like Gandalf the White Wizard. Time's coming up. Come on, Rapture, let's go. I put all my eggs into this basket. Like, I want, Bill, I want Bill Gates to have the microchip. Yeah. It, Revelations told me I was going to get the microchip. Give it to me, <laughs> motherfucker. Mark me, bitch. <laughs> you know, have you ever like, seen videos of like all these old rabbis going up to Netanyahu's like, dude, come on, dude, get this, get the party started, dude. It's like I'm fucking 80 right now. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go. Let's just do it. <laughs> it's not a lot of time left. You know, I mean, yeah. that's the whole problem about this. And the, you know what, Sam? It's it's funny. We're going back. I had some notes and we're going backwards on what I want to talk to you about, but that's okay. Oh, I brought my notes. But that's all right. Yeah, we're gonna do this. This is gonna be like the uh docu series. The last dance that just jumps from a year to year for no fucking reason, other it's than fine. just to feel like they're creatively jerking themselves off. Well, you're like ninety four. Like what? Why? Why are we doing this? <laughs> no, no, no. You don't have to show. That. But my whole thing is this shill thing, right? That's the whole thing in our movement. It, or, or, or anyone who's just thinking is that now, in splintered in our movement is the shill. Everyone's a shill. Oh, everybody's a shill. I just had this woman on my um, on my Patreon. Her name, her, she goes by Amy says what, WTF, and she does great, great, great research. Like she only has a, a like a thousand followers on YouTube, but she's gonna be that that amazing Grace chick or yeah. or um the Truth Factory. And dude, 
she's only got a thousand subscribers and they're like, you're a shell. You're working for the government. I like, I get called all the time. I, this guy, come on, tell me I, 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 I got myself. I purposely deleted my channel so I could get (laughs) subscribers on, on, um, Patreon. I go, how many Patreon subscribers do you think I had? Cause I had them on, I call it, uh, you know, state your case, make your case for me being a shill. And, and he, I go, how many subscribers do you think I had? He goes, I don't know. I go, uh, 1200. Does that sound like a number you sell out to the CIA for? Yeah. If like, what do you, what am I selling my, my soul at the 99 cent store? Like, what are we doing here? <laughs> Which also, I was, I was expecting Katy Perry like numbers. Right? Right? Why do I, why do I have 1100 subscribers? You fucks. But, Imagine selling your soul and getting nothing. Dude, if wow. you are in front of people or have any type of platform at all, they automatically think that you're rich. Like, followers doesn't, or whatever, even fame doesn't automatically equal money, which people don't really get that, especially in some industries, you know? Well, you know, it is that, like, there's a lot of people in this industry in the genre of conspiracies that work very hard uh, and just can't get any followers. Nobody cares. And they can't, they don't understand it. They're like, why? And it's got to be some dark arts reason right you know i even do it with my special like i love my special i can't get anybody to watch it so i want to convince myself that it's youtube shadow banning my special like mark norman who's so fucking funny puts it out and in like two hours he's got two hundred fifty thousand people watching great comic not taking anything away from yeah. him. wonderfully well-written comic love everything he does retweets him all the time i love my special i can't get my mom to watch it <laughs> It is great. Everyone should watch it. <laughs> but, I some fucking shit. I'm like, I, I watch. I'm like, that's well. Like every line's fine. Like I just nothing, nothing, nothing. Yeah, but uh, but back to the truth. The truth. The whatever you want to call oh, it. Conspiracy. About me crying. Do you want, no, no. Do you want to back this up? No, but like, back to that. It's like we got. If everyone really wants to make a difference, we got to stop fighting each other. It's fucking ridiculous. Sure. We need it's to so start ridiculous. at the beginning. We need to wrangle you guys in, Mike. You're getting, you guys are getting. All right, all right. Now. You want to, you want to go back to? The, I mean, because uh, Sam, the, the everybody's the, a shill, basically. Anyone successful? Thank you for is admitting a shill. it. Thank you for admitting it. The whole, the whole everybody. The whole point <laughs> of uh, no carnival parking is, we're just trying to, uh, we're trying to help other people you get the courage. You know what? That's what a shill would say. Yeah, we're trying Mike to get is, them. Mike we're trying to get them to drink fluoride. Make sure you salad, so. you brush your teeth with fluoride uh, toothpaste, and and get the vaccine. No, really. But what we do in this podcast is we try to. If we we always say if we could change one person to say fuck this job and get the fuck out and get into the carny life, you know, like we're all part of with restaurants and DJing and moto and you're you as a comic and Clint is a comic too. Dude, that carnival life is rough, dog. It's rough, but it's better than being in a fucking cubicle, right? Uh, yeah, it is rough, but it is like it's like it's like Tiger King minus the stability of a Tiger Zoo. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. What, all, I mean, we yes, ti- yes. all without that the, shit minus a place called a home. Okay. I mean, it's all the meth without the tigers. Yes. <laughs> Somebody, my buddy Mike Costa, who's on the Daily Show, he's like, tell me the difference between Last Dance and the Tiger King. I'm like, uh, a couple billion dollars and a ton of gay sex. That's what the difference is. 
<laughs> How do you say those are even close to the same thing? They're just completely done. <laughs> this guy is like flipping straight dudes, getting them tweaking on math, and none of them had teeth. Yeah. Imagine getting a BJ from that dude with like four, like his mouth looks like a haunted fence, right? There's like four fucking teeth left. Just, just, it's got a, like one tooth. How do you blow somebody with one tooth? So and they, he's not, and he's not gay. You're talking about the last dance, right? Like, this is all about Phil Jackson? Yes. Like, <laughs> just, fucking Scottie sure. Pippen had one tooth. Okay. So like, Pippen. Phil, Phil Jackson, man, he he knew what he was doing. Had these guys smoking meth, blowing each other. Yeah. Bill, yeah. Bill Cartwright was just the hand job master, allegedly. Master, dude. I'm so master. retarded. I'm so retarded this whole time. I thought you were talking about the, the movie with the white girl dances with the black guy. What movie no, is that? Back when we were kids in the 90s. She only did movies where she banged yeah, black yeah. guys. It was like yes. interracial porn before there was interracial yes. porn. Yes. I remember at one point the government made it so like <laughs> porn companies could only do like so much interracial porn. They're like, no, oh, yeah. no, you can't release black dicks on everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They were so against it. You yes, have to trickle the black that. dicks out. It was hilarious. Okay. Speaking of black dicks, Scotty Pippen supposedly had like a fucking redwood for a root, and like everybody, like, dude, that's why Jordan was so pissed because he couldn't beat him in that one. And supposedly oh, Scotty Pippen's kid had a bigger dick than Mike uh, Michael Jordan's kid, and they're like, dude, that's oh, why Jordan drinks to this day. Because he couldn't win that fucking battle. Because Pippin's like son red just had him every beat. fucking thing. No it's, the one, it's the one demon that haunts him to this day. That guy's got big root, bro. Like, you ever see him like he has that werewolf in London hand where it just goes up and then turns? You ever see that? Yeah. Werewolf in London. Bam! Like, that's that's Scotty Pippin's hand. You know, he got that. Kawhi Leonard's got that fucking werewolf hand. Uh, Odell Beckham Jr. has that too. He's got some kind of some kind of disease where his fucking fingers like wrap over the top, so I can catch a football. It's like no one's business. All those crazy things. That dude and is a Carmelo the- Anthony of the NFL. Absolutely, best description I've ever heard. He never ever. makes anybody better. Ever. Never. And dude, everybody's cancer. talking about Carmelo Anthony. In the, I love how you guys have a set of questions, and I'm like, I'm just going to talk. That's okay. Go, go. Get that's out of my talk. way. No, okay. No, it's fine. It's fine. I, I am the Camelo hey. Anthony of podcasting. Right? Yeah, it's yeah. fine. Okay. I come on your show uh, with my dick around, you know. I score 53 <laughs> points. Dude, I do I ISO ball, and I'm just, dr- I'm just dribbling. Go for it. Go for it. <laughs> and I, I'm never asking just, you guys a question. I just, I'm I'm just, just crossing over. Keep going. Like, Keep yeah, going. Dude, what was that question you want to ask me? I'm the reason they put a shot clock in podcasting. There was uh, we had Bob Levy t- uh, two shows ago, so he pretty much. Yeah, did we're the all same good. Thing. You guys are. The- yeah, it's all, so, it's all good. so everybody's talking about Camilo Anthony in the fucking Hall of Fame, but, dude. Before, dude, if Camilo Anthony should be in the Hall of Fame, Robert Ory should be in the Hall of Fame way before Camilo Anthony. That guy won eight rings, dude. Yeah. I mean, it's like I hate Nike, by the way, and I hate Adam Silver. Listen. <laughs> To the tens of people that listen to this podcast, okay? Tens. Let me just just fucking tell you something. Fuck Adam Silver's bat boy head, okay? (laughs) Fuck him, bat boy from fucking National Geographic. You remember National Enquirer back in the day? Would have bat boy, right? Had that fucking dude. What's that? He said real journalism. Real journalism. 
Oh, my grandma used to keep it in the shitter. We used to read it all the time. How funny is that? Back when journalism meant something. Yeah. Dude, I mean, Adam Silver has sold out. He is the worst commissioner in an era of god-awful commissioners. Can you ever remember where every commissioner is hated? They're, they're all pretty fucking bad right now. <laughs> there, there's not, outside of MLS, because I don't know who, who, I don't know anything about that. It seems to be growing exponentially. Outside that, every commissioner is hated by their, by, oh, yeah, by the fans. Hated. It. it wasn't like that before. Yeah. That, I mean, Roger Goodell, they fucking hate him. We hate they everybody. With they, power and they, now. they only keep that guy around because he just makes bank for everybody. He just makes money hand over fist. Well, I mean, but, dude, you could put fucking Bozo the Clown in there. It's the NFL. <laughs> yeah. And who's hockey? Batman. And then, uh, Batman, and they hate that, Batman. And, yeah. And MLB's man, of shit. Manfred, that guy's the fucking worst. And then Adam Silver is the worst out of all of them because he gets praised at how good he is. Ratings are down, revenues down, and he sold us his country out to China. He's the worst of the worst. Yeah. The China thing was crazy. But Stern, Stern was pretty bad before him, no? Yeah, but like but but he at least like the the, the league kept growing. Yeah. And he was there for the golden age of basketball. Yeah, and I stopped, I mean, I stopped guy, watching that guy oversaw everything. Stern. Do you know the only conspiracy I ever believed in that I stopped believing in was Michael Jordan got kicked out of the NBA for gambling. You stopped believing it? I don't believe that anymore. No. After watching yeah, you, this thing. Okay. That was actually that's actually a funny question. I actually that was one of the questions I was gonna have for you was is there anything that you is there a conspiracy that you used to be so sure of back in the day that now you're like there's no way possible? Second part. What was one of the first conspiracies that really got you going besides, you know, Santa Claus isn't real. We all know that was the real, the real first one. <laughs> um, the first one was probably. That really got the juices going. JFK, obviously. Fucking A. All and right. then as a very young guy, I, I, re- I was talking about this the other day. I remember listening to two girls in my class and I'm from upstate New York. And, you know, so it, it, there was a blend of like, Middle middle American kids, you know, middle income kids, and trash, just trash. And I remember watching these two girls who were trash. They were just from a bad set. And I, I don't hate. I don't mean anything. Neg- I mean, obviously, it's. I don't mean it negative. I call them trash. But I mean, they were just. <laughs> with, with all they were just fucking from. They were shady as shit, right? And um, they were talking about how they thought Charles Manson had gotten, uh, set up. That he didn't really do it, and they made him take the fall. And I totally believe that. Oh, I believe that one, thousand percent, without doubt. I mean, come on, they call that that before all this extra CIA mind control shit came out. They were calling him a mass murderer, and he killed maybe might have killed one person. He technically didn't kill anyone. Yeah, and even kill him, he shot the drug dealer. But back then, then there's then there's he had other people kill him. Yeah, maybe. And then Allegedly. there's weird shit about did anyone actually get killed? And that's weird shit. Dude, I read I I'm not read, I listened to that book. <laughs> that's some crazy shit. I mean, that's my shit. I love I love the psychedelic revolution. Like I I I am into all that shit and the mind control and it sucks because I I I love that whole error and I took it hook line and sinker and I realized it's all a fucking it was all a game. It was all bullshit. 
I mean, the Grateful Dead's one of my favorite bands, and they were literally set up to kill the hippie movement. Well, they, and they, they were get, also there to distribute the LSD. That the LSD, the yeah. Making. So what happened was, right, you had, you had this movement going on where they're about to change something, the hippie movement, right? They were. And there's a lot of plants, a lot of shills in there. But then you had the dead come. They were just giving out the acid Kool-Aid. And I still listen to the dead all the time. I love the music. I just disassociate. Like when you hear a good Michael Jackson song, and you're like, you know Dude, what? It's my opinion on Robert De Niro. Like I yeah, have to. Exactly. I have to basically detach from he's probably a pedophile. I, I, and I just, you know, Robert De Niro to me, it, I, I, I only take like Taxi Driver. Like that's yeah. that movie I have to hold on to. Everything after that. The great God is, I know I'm going to say something, but from of a bunch of Italians and have some people lose their fucking skulls. But Bobby D was overrated. And he, every role he played was the same guy he played in every fucking role. That's well, that's pretty much every, gin, every famous Ginzo, but yes. And then, dude, now you find out after crazy days and nights that he's paying for Roman Polanski's fucking legal bills because he told Roman to go bang him, up, bang that that underage girl over at uh, Jack Nicholson's house, and he feels bad about it, so he pays all the legal fee- all the legal fees. And you know it's true because he only names the names if he has concrete proof that's true. It's fucked up, man. All, all of our, all the people we grown to love are all, most of them are fucked. And I won't it's, give up Taxi Driver, dude. I won't fucking do it. There's That's certain pieces of art of you gotta. Too good. Yeah, it's I mean, too like, good, dude. It's too good. When I'm in the how garden, good it is, they won't remake it. That's how good it is. It's, yeah. it's so sacrilegious. But yeah. they won't. Re- now, I just saw the trailer for the new Ghostbusters. Have you seen that? No, like no. the new new Ghostbusters. Yeah, it looks good, dude. It's all the original know. cast. No, they mixed it. They totally remixed it. I think one of the one of the kids is from uh, Stranger Things. Is like did. Of, it does have a I Stranger think, Things so. vibe to it. Yeah, totally. I, I don't know. Not for nothing. I, you know, uh, Ghostbusters is Ghostbusters, and when they fucking tried to remake it with all the ladies this time, I was like, Nah, man. Dude, did no you ever see way. him talking about it in front of them on a on a talk show, and he can't come and say anything? Other than they just keep trying. They don't give up in the movie. It's no, the best thing ever. Uh, so they did such a horrible job of uh, Ghostbusters <laughs> remake that they're going to remake it like three years later. Well, it, oh. and, and here's the thing. They did it. And listen, Leslie Jones is my friend. And I used to say following Leslie Jones is an education. You have to, <laughs> you're going to learn something about yourself real quick <laughs> because she's a murderer. So uh, she's funny. She's my friend. You yeah. know, we don't talk. Well, some people blow up. You don't hear from them again. It's fine. Uh, but she's a she's a murderer. But that you know, when you're like, we're gonna make an all female go ghost, but you just turn everybody off. <laughs> Especially okay, we're we're redoing Die Hard with Kristen Wiig. Yeah, like, and it's just what? like what? nobody's buying into this. Like, no, no, I'm good. <laughs> yeah, I mean, come on, and that that. It's a different time. That's you know bullshit. who hates that shit? Women. Women hate watching women and do like shit they know women won't do. Sure. <laughs> Real women. That's you're not right. that bullshit. But yes, yeah. you're right. And then they and, got uh, like DC Comics has that fucking kid from uh fucking the the werewolf vampire movie, 
uh, playing Batman this time? No. Oh, yeah. Shut yeah, the no, fuck I up. Swear yeah, to DC God, stands for Don't uh, Come to the Movie. That's what it stands uh, for. Uh, twi- uh, twi- no, Twilight I Zone. Yeah, girl. bro. Twilight Batman. Were you a Twilight Zone girl? That was back in the day. Uh, you mean not Twilight Zone. Just drop the zone. Twilight. You mean Twilight. Oh, that kid. No, I know what Sam's saying. That, but he's that asking kid, his girl if she likes fucking... it. She's like Twilight Zone. That's from the 60s. That yeah. kid's Batman, bro. He's the new fucking Batman of all that's, things. Dude, Twilight that's... Zone was good. No, okay. Everyone's getting a little confused. I know what Sam Twilight, was talking about. Not Twilight, Twilight Zone. Twilight that's Zone is amazing. Twilight Zone is amazing. That's a good show. Yeah, when you're coming good, down, they remake it and they make no, it politically no. correct, and nobody wants to see it. No, not the not any kind of remake, but the original with the guy in the suit that talks really funny yeah. in the beginning. That's some trippy. Imagine shit, man. if you will. Imagine if you will. Yeah, that That's guy where, is that guy's awesome. Where uh, everyone, uh, where uh, a man who everyone thinks is gay is playing a lead in a movie. That's Sucks dick, but is not <laughs> gay. He just did it for meth. Just did it for meth and that's, pay. Uh, that's it, and to hang out with tigers, man. I mean, Clinton's gay. Dude, how about Nicholas Cage is playing? They're doing a movie about the Tiger King. Yes, I heard about this. This is the best news ever. Do you think Nicholas Cage called them and was like, "Yo, (laughs) no"? Nicholas Cage was already filming a like, like a a thing that was you know dressed as that, and they were just like, "Yeah, well, we're just gonna use that footage." Well, let me just tell you. I'm happy this is happening because I feel like this generation of kids never got to understand the magic and the power of Nicolas Cage's hair pieces. Like that was half the reason you watched the movie to see if he could pull off his hair. You're like, dude, that doesn't look real, but it's staying on and I'm buying into it. Right. Con air. The only book. Everything, everything was bad. Dude. I wish the one movie I wish they would remake and do it like, Give it to like Quentin Tarantino is like Ghost Rider. Like that would be the shit. Oh uh, yeah, Henry's a big comic book guy. He's right. Like yeah, that. Like, that needs there, to be redone. There, there are certain movies, you know, a lot. All of the see that, that's the problem now that you know, you know, Disney owns all of Marvel. But like a lot of the anti-hero characters would make the best fucking movies if they were just done right. How many times do you have to make the Punisher fucking awful, awful before they finally got it? Is right? Is there a that movie was, that, that, that they shit, was shit the bed? But they got it eventually. Okay, so uh, no. when they initially no, when they, who makes it? Who makes a sequel to a, to a? No, he's shit right. Show. Hold on, when, when, this is Henry. Yo, shit. when 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 they, when they introduced Deadpool in Wolverine, it was the they fucked it up so bad it wasn't even funny. It was like, how the fuck can you take an iconic character like that, albeit you know like a. He's more like a like a cult hero character. He's not a mainstream. He's not a Superman or whatever. Fucking lick That's your balls. Fine. But so, but then when they made the Deadpool movies with fucking Ryan Reynolds, it was just like, yo, home fucking run. It's like this yeah. is exactly how it's supposed to be. That per, guy per fucking fiction. Peak human being right there. Oh Jesus Christ! How, you know? Yeah. You guys, have you ever heard of a comic named Brett Ernst? He's a buddy no. of mine. All right. He's a really great comic. I oh, always comic. say he's, uh, he's Brett Earth's comic. He's a really great comic. And okay. I always say he's a good looking guy with ugly people problems, right? <laughs> that's why it feels like Ryan Reynolds thing. Like something ugly happened to him back in the day. Because that dude is too good looking to be that quick. <laughs> I got you. I got you. I thought you were talking about a comic. I'm like, wait, I never heard of that comic book. That'd be oh, the uh, weirdest comic book. 
Yeah, I was like, wait, that's not even a cool name. Dude, what do you, what got? Do you got? I got Avengers. What do you got? Batman. What do you got? I got Brett Ernst. Yeah, I was like, wait, yeah. what? <laughs> Brett Sorry. Ernst, mild-mannered citizen. Exactly. <laughs> that's What's his like special power? Comic by not? night. Fucking yeah. no. Stand-up yeah. comic by night. Superhero by day. Like, that would be the worst superhero yeah. ever. Yeah. Fighting crime in the daylight. He's just like, yeah. nothing ever happens. He's a good, he's a good-looking comic that just. <laughs> what, what's his ability? He's decent at math. No, he's pull like... out. Does he get any of the waitresses at the club pregnant? <laughs> his uh, talent is he just shoots fake loads. Hey, he's a oh, he's shoot. a shill for Skunjil Salad like Romanucci. Everybody's a shill. Everybody's a shill. Everybody knows. That guy, he's a fucking shill. Yeah. Hey, so oh did you God. always want to be a comedian? Dude, this is the guy that honest truth, and it sounds like the cheesiest thing you'll ever, <laughs> you'll ever hear. But the moment I knew I existed in the universe, I wanted to be a comic. Really? So like at three years old or whatever. For the moment, first... I, before I even knew there was a term for it. So what were you like? You're just like, I need to make people laugh. I remember like, this is how old I am. When we had door to door salesmen, they would come in and try to sell my mama uh, like a fucking vacuum. And I would be like throwing down the banana and acting like I was falling. <laughs> like I was, be- I mean, my, my friend, I haven't seen her in decades, but. Brandy Turnbull used to talk about in kindergarten. I would get up and tell jokes on on, on the desk. I won class count, clown in sixth grade and class clown a, as a senior. It was I literally only went to high school to win class clown. I I, I, I can't read. I'm Ill, functionally illiterate. That's I can I, I can function illiterately, and I'm just always always. So when was the first time you got up on stage? Uh, well, I went to UNLV, and I went to UNLV for a couple reasons. One, my dad did a psyop on me for a very long time. He convinced me to move to Vegas. He's like, dude, you got to get out of upstate New York. Go to Vegas, baby. Vegas is where you need to go. And I was like, oh, Vegas sounds good. Yeah, you got to go. It turned out my dad wanted me to buy a house so he could fly out all the time and write off in his taxes and gamble all my fucking inheritance away. So... I end up, I end up, I go there because one, I thought, oh, Vegas, that's entertainment. That's where I could start stand up. Stand, I didn't, I knew I wanted to do stand up. I didn't, I didn't know what it was. Okay. Like I would see, I like, I'd see it on TV, but I didn't know how to do it. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm moving to Vegas. So I went there because uh, stand up, my dad, and then because I'm half Armenian, Jerry Tarkanian and the Running Rebels. Yes. We're huge, and I'm like, I'm half Armenian, dude. I'm gonna go and hang out with Jerry Tarkanian, and uh, so I went there. And at the time, it was one of the worst comedy scenes in the world. I mean, it really? was one open mic every other week. I didn't even know what stand up was. I saw improv comedy class. I thought, oh, that's stand up. So I went to go do improv, and so a guy in the, in uh, improv, his name is Isaac. Victor Isaac is his name. He's like, dude, you're really funny. You should try stand-up. So I remember the first joke I ever wrote in about, I'd say, 92, was women give hand jobs like they're trying to start lawnmowers. That was my first joke I ever wrote. 
and it crushed. I remember crushing. I'm like, I'm the chosen one, right? <laughs> How old are you? Next, How old are you? I was uh, 22 years old. In and 92? then the next week, I came back and bombed, and I was just like chasing the dragon, dude. Just <laughs> chasing the dragon. <laughs> Isn't it weird? Comedy kind of does that, I feel like. Your first set or two sets, I mean, I guess nobody comes back if your first one's total fucking shit show, but I feel like your first couple are okay, and then you hit, like, the hole. <laughs> well, you know what's interesting about stand-up is, like, stand-up is, like, when you're killing and then suddenly you're bombing in your developing stage, it tends to mean you're, you've outgrown your material, and it's time to take another jump. And it's, like, you got to abandon what you're doing there, and you got to try to take go a little deeper into your, like, you go in jujitsu, you go from beginner's class, like, okay, dude, you're ready for, like, medium, uh, you know, intermediate class before you get the expert. So you, you got to jump up in competition, yep. jump up into how you do comedy, and then you move into that. So you'll go these things, you're like, oh, man, I'm just fucking bombing. And then that means because you're kind of grown past your material. That's my opinion. That's a good, uh, I always used to say to people, I rode dirt bikes for a living. And I, I would always say to people, you know, everyone's afraid of a plateau. And I'm like, you don't want to sit there, but a plateau is what was once your best becoming your average. Yes. And it's kind of like what you said. Like, you reach a point where you're not – the those jokes aren't doing you justice anymore, and you need to, like, rewrite because you're a bet. Like, I always like to go back and try to rewrite jokes or write new – you should always feel like your newest jokes are your best because you are a better comedian now than you were before. Well, the cool thing is, is like, you know, I, I've never written a joke. I don't write jokes. Really? I talk to myself all day, and everything is stored in my head. And it's the worst way to do it, but it's how I do it. I wish I could sit down right, but – when I do that, it takes away like the 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 passion of the bit, the energy of the bit, and how new it is. So I can't overthink a joke. I can't do that. Uh, so I like to go up there with pieces and then just riff on it and riff on it and riff on it. And I could I've been doing it so long that I can actually take a step outside of me talking about it and kind of listen to me as I'm saying it and like self-edit. As I'm going, okay, that didn't get laughed. Next and I, time, pull that no, out. You, yeah, but no, that makes sense. You, man. you write the most like, or I write the most like you out of anybody I've ever heard explain it. Because yeah, that's exactly kind of what Clint. You always tell. I always ask, I ask Clint a million questions about it, and that's kind of what he tells me. I can't write out like if I write out a joke in the beginning. I started, which I'm only like three and a half years in, or something. In the beginning, when I would write a joke out, I would get on, I would read it and read it and read it and read it, and I would get on stage and I would automatically edit the fuck out of it, and it wouldn't even be the same joke as when I wrote it, but I would automatically, just so you said, self-edit. I'm like, no, that line's too long. Just clip it and just get yeah. to the meat of it. I always say that to people. It's like when new comics are doing comedy, they want to, uh, you know, you want to have... 15 minutes like i got 50 i'm like ah, oh, you got five you got seven yeah but you, you're filling in 15 yeah. and the only way you're going to get to the next level is being honest and cutting and it's like steve hofstetter said something really good uh he said that um treat treat words like money and you want to spend the least amount of money as possible yeah. uh, the 
guy named Orny Adams who's like a, probably a psychopath. But he's he, amazing, dude. I saw him when you brought when I was at the store with you. I saw he, if you look at my notes when I was at the first time I was at the comedy store, the first thing it says is Orny Adams. Orny <laughs> Adams is a fuck. Every line to every other line is uh is a joke. Now, it's it, I don't I'm not it when you're doing more mainstream type comedy, that's much easier. But, you know, so there's these things you got to do if you're going to go into some more deeper, darker stuff. You have to fuck, do some jokes where you basically set credibility up front. Mm. And after a little while, then they'll kind of come with you. My style of comedy, I call it gator roll, okay? <laughs> That's kind of how I do comedy. I do a gator roll, okay? And what I do is I start really simple at the beginning, dude. Back in the day, man, I used to love to bury myself and crawl myself out of a hole. I used to think that was so much fun. But now it's like, okay, I, I, I've gone through some things in my life. I don't want to do that anymore. So now what I do is a gator roll, okay? And if you watch how alligators kill prey, they start very simple at the top. They grab the animal, and then they slowly, slowly you know, pull it down into the dark, deep waters and drown the motherfucker. Nope. That's my comedy. I start very simple, very easily digestible shit. Sometimes I'm like, I can't believe that's my own. Like I have this bit about like, you know, I live in LA. LA's the, uh, LA's pretty dangerous. LA's so bad. It's been in Grand Theft Auto twice. Right. So like that, boom, I'm right into it. I get a laugh and then I'm just doing simple shit. But then, you know, we're about, you know, five, six minutes in, I start peppering them with the weird shit. And then by the end, they're laughing at like the time my friend who had cancer told me I had can that she had cancer, and and I'm like, anything you need, just ask. She's like, can we have sex? I literally that happened to me. I got this chick got cancer. She's like, can I need dick? And I'm like, and everyone gets quiet. And I'm like, I can't help it if I'm somebody's make a wish, you motherfuckers. And I'm like, But you can't open with that because like, that goes wrong hole right out the gate. Yeah. You gotta start simple. Yeah. And then get into the murky darkness. You gotta cut because here's the thing, dude. The great comics talk in the same cadence and style the whole time. Mm -hmm. Because what you're doing is you're everybody's syncing up, dude. And you're, you're all them. thinking like one person. You're like the yeah. board. That's what you do. And it's the weirdest fucking thing. And you don't know how it happens, but everybody from all these different ways, you get everybody synced up. And that's why when you stumble on the work, well, everyone wakes up, got to get back under it. And you got in the rhythm. Sam, it's so crazy. You just said that, man, because I don't know, Henry, if you remember this, but when Sam was there at, at the dojo at Tiff's East, I said that to either you or somebody in the room. I said, do you see we have, a, this is a real motherfucking comic. I said, he's got everyone locked the fuck in. Yeah. Exactly what you said, Sam. I go. He's got everyone under his fucking hypnosis, and didn't and like people were just and it was, I, it was this cool thing. And then other greats after you came, that a lot of the ones that you've sent, um, and I would watch that. It's like a hypnosis or a trance yeah. or whatever you want to call, it, and everyone's kind of just waiting, watching, and then it's like a wave. Boom! Yeah, you're riding it, and then boom, the whole fucking crowd erupts. It's so fucking cool. And that's why when you stumble, you just got take a step, breathe, and just get back into it and this is also something when you follow somebody right when you follow somebody who just annihilated the room mm. you kind of just got to take that vibe mm -hmm. and just bring them down to your vibe man 
you know, match them. Like there's this guy, Rick Ingram at the comedy store. He fucking murders in the main room. And like, you gotta walk out, man. You gotta take that energy and bring it into you. Some guys, you can just follow it. Some dudes, you know, you gotta fucking just know you're gonna get them, man. It's just gonna take time. You just gotta breathe, man. Like when Joey Diaz gets done performing, for the first three yeah. minutes, you are Charlie Brown's mom. You're like, wah, 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 yeah. wah, 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 Because they're like, no, just say Joey killed Joey. Joey's our God. We love yeah. to we'll murder people for Joey. And yeah. you're just in that moment, dude. And you just got to be like, these three minutes, I'm just buying time. It's so and true. They calm down and they realize there's another murderer on stage. You know, you just got to take your time, dude. That is fucking true. Uh, yeah, I'm. I, like you were saying, I also, same thing, just write a premise down and then go on stage with premise. Every Once every week or two weeks at an open mic, I go in with solely premises. There's not anything written out, and I go up there, and sometimes I'll just state the premise. And I'm like, this is not even a joke yet. This is just... And then I the, just ba- the best thing I ever did was start this show called Broken Simulation, even though it's the smallest of all my, it's now my second one, biggest one, but, and it's, it's like, it's got some people. I'm like, my problem is my, my, all my best friends are the Mount Everest of this thing. So I get kind of like, you know, but I'm very happy with where it is and it's growing, but I basically have to come up with five things to talk about at the beginning of the show. And if I can get every week, if I can get one of those to hit, that's all I need. So by the end of 52 weeks, I have going to, I mean, that's just a minute, Yeah. you know, a minute. So it's like, and the best thing is, man, these kids have kind of, I've been living, I've been running and gunning since I was 18 years old, dude. Coke, fucking dark places, doing shady shit, man. <laughs> I shine in the darkness, dude. Yep. It's like, I, that's all I'm all about. And I love to talk about, but then you get in front of these people. They're just like, I got married at 19 and this is all I know. And you're like, <laughs> so you're doing coke on this girl's asshole, right? And they're like, let me get the, uh, you know, so I never uh, had this relatability shit. I yeah, realize like, I relate. You, I he relate fits in so Sam. perfect with this crew. I, yeah, I relate to Sam's everything. It's so perfect with this crew. Comedy. We have guests on sometimes and, I'll th- and then we'll ask them something. They're like, what? <laughs> like, okay, let's talk about something Some else. people are just normal people. Yeah, I don't understand that. That's it's crazy. We're but we grew up loving, like, we hear, like, Richard Pratt, like, I smoke crack. Everyone's like, oh, my God, he's so brave with his truth <laughs> up there. You know? Brilliant. So you're like, I did coke out chick's ass. What? <laughs> yeah, but they want to, they want to, they love Richard Pryor, but they don't, they're not about that life. That, no, nobody is. Like, <laughs> but, but here's the whole thing. These, these. These social justice warrior industry people, they'll be like, Sam Kennison, dude, I love George Carl. They'll like yeah. all this shit. And then they're like, you know, the comics they actually push are just yeah. like, they do not like, dude, I'm an outlaw. I love outlaw shit. I used to love, like, dude, I grew up loving, I grew up in, Sy- in Syracuse, New York area. And that was Orangeman country, but I loved Patrick Ewing, Hor- Hoya Paranoia, <laughs> dude. Like I used to walk, I just tune in just for the start to watch him walk in and get booed. And I was like, oh, that's got to feel great. <laughs> it's like you're stealing their souls, man. And just walk. I, that's why I didn't stand up for the longest time. I was just like, I just want to be punk rock and piss everybody off. Yeah. And, you know, these suits, they became too powerful. 
and they were picking and choosing. They were actually telling you, this is what you're going to do. And if you didn't do it, you didn't work. And I feel for comics who tried to do what I did way back in the day. And they just like the industry is like, go fuck yourself. Cause there's no, there was no like internet to do yeah. the find your group, man. It's like, the beauty of yeah. life is that, like, the world is a sub is a Reddit, and you just gotta find your subreddit. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah. Listen, I know, I know, we're getting uh, close with time, but a couple of things, Sam. If I could ask you two more, we things. started late, bro. So one, one. I just want to, if you had to tell some comic out there or some person out there that hates their fucking life, hates their job, what's the first step just to say fuck it and 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 take that jump out of the matrix? Well, first of all, it's just like you know what. It's like the internet is the underground railroad to freedom, dude. And it's just like, there are so many people on the internet that have amazing lives, not a lot of talent. And the difference between the haves and the have nots is that the have nots tried. And every single comic you ever saw bombed, bombed a thousand times before they got good. Even the Chappelle's and the Chris Rocks who hit at a very young age, bombed, bombed, bombed. And it's just, you got to go through it. If it's worth it, go through it. And it's just like, there's, listen, ma'am, the, the, the price of success is failure. That's the price of admission. You have to fail. So yep. just know everybody's failed. You see all these guys with these businesses that became billionaires, uh, billion-dollar businesses. It was like their ninth business, their tenth yep. business, their fucking hundredth business. It's all about failure. We only – you only – you know what, dude? It's like that guy said about a pregnant chick, how, like, entertainment is like a pregnant chick. You don't know how many times it took her getting fucked for her to get there. <laughs> yeah. Right. And that's yeah. just the truth, man. You don't know how many times she had to yeah. get fucked to be become pregnant. And it's like that success, man. And like, that's man, fucking... I learned very early that nobody got me. I mean, and I'm not just talking Hollywood. I'm talking like in life. I very much failed early, was cut from every team very early. And it just like, I just never, ever listened to anybody. And then I just started and I applied to comedy, man. I got, I got iced out very early, failed all out the gate. And some people like would look at me and be like, you're still a fucking failure, but I love what I do. I, I, you know, it's like, I have a small group that, that appreciate me and appreciate my comedy. And it, you know, and, and I feel like I'm just getting better. I feel like my comedy is getting better. I feel like my premises are getting better. So it's like I enjoy it, man. And, you know, this break has been great. I, I needed it. I need it. But now yeah, I'm starting to itch you. to get back, you know. Yeah. Get on dude, stage I mean, and fucking steal souls. Yeah, I, I mean, I think that's that's true success, dude. That's true success. Like, if you, you're happy what you're doing, you're paying your bills, you're feeding your family. That's it. All the extra shit. Eh, if that's what you want, hey, God bless you. If that's what you want, Listen, but it's all about, about being happy, doing what you're doing. I know so many miserable rich people. The people I know so many know, people that are so rich and are exactly. miserable during this quarantine. Yeah. It seems like all of us who are just get, we're getting by and we're on our way. And I'm not talking about Sam, but at least us three, we're getting there. And Clint, you, you know what I mean? No, but we're happy that we're all thriving in this. We're thriving. You know, every day I'm in my garden growing things. I'm baking breads. I'm doing shit. I'm thinking about stuff. Yeah, it's time to get back to work for sure. I'm getting back to work. We all want to get back because we're, you know, we're, we got to work. But we've thrived. We're not crying. We're not sitting here. I mean, the world's a little dark. I'm not going to lie. 
I have a feeling, and this is what kind of segue into this next thing. I have a feeling this pandemic is going to keep, I don't know. What do you think, Sam? Do you think they're going to keep turning it on and just shelter people in place? I feel like that's what's happening. I think they're, what, what's going to happen in my opinion is that people are going to rise up and they're going to stop it. And then something else is going to happen and they're going to try to shut it down. And that's when things are going to get weird. So I don't know what's going to happen after that. But we got to live in the moment, right? Just have the best of it. But yeah, I, I'm a little bit worried about that. I do think the people are going to rise up. And I think, I honestly, I'm more worried about the blue states. You know, California, uh, dude, New Jersey, uh, where we are. California has little... always been a leader. I don't know what we're doing right now. And I just wish that people would get out the trance. That's all I got to say. Yeah. Yeah. I agree, man. Um what were you going to say? You wanted to say something. I'm sorry. I feel like you I wanted forgot. to drop some knowledge. I sorry, forgot. go ahead. It's all right. He forgot already. He's hit his head a couple of times on the dirt bike. Yeah, yeah I'm with you. I do that. I'm sorry, man. All the time, dude. dude I, well, just uh, to... <laughs> I appreciate you coming on, and um, honestly, a lot of the shit you said, especially comedy-wise, I relate to, as far as how you write and stuff. I realized from riding that. Um, you have to learn stuff at your own pace and your own way. And just like you said, you know, like it wouldn't be anybody's anybody I've heard. That's like killers are like, you got to write your shit out and this and that. And that's, I can't do it. So, you know, man, here's the thing about life. In my opinion is that everybody's so worried about the destination. They don't enjoy the journey. And, you know, my journey, journey has honestly been a lot longer than a lot of other people. And, you know, whatever it is, I'm in a three-bedroom house in the Valley of Los Angeles with two baby girls and the girl I live love. And it's like we just – it's happiness, right? Listen, But I also going to tell you something, brother, brothers, is that you're eventually going to go through it in life, whatever it is. Okay. My through it was bombing into Montreal and then becoming a giant cokehead at the comedy store for about 10 years. That was my going through it. All right. But I went through it and I'll tell you something, man. It's an amazing place to be because I know a lot of people who got everything very early and when shit's the fan, they fucking crumble because they, they're not used to that, to failure. And they're like, Man, I bless on you a thousand failures, a thousand failures before you get the thing you want, because you'll learn you're not as good as your best and you're not as bad as your worst. And that mo- that's the beauty. And like, dude, it's those who fall down to get back up that, that really, truly get to somewhere. And at the end of the day, man, when we all die, we'll be lucky if people talk about us two weeks after we're dead. Most most people don't get talked about at all. Yeah. It's I mean like at all. I mean, Kobe like remember he was everything. Now it's like he he was a COVID. blip in Michael Jordan's fucking thing, man. And I, I'm that's a tragedy right there. And I'm not yeah. mocking, but man, if we would realize that the journey and the people we meet is the best part of the whole fucking thing, and like the stadiums playing, like dude. I wouldn't want that, man. I know it sounds crazy, but I wouldn't want that, dude, because that takes a certain type of person and a certain type of, like, win at all costs that is not the how I want to live my life. I want to be the most authentic I can be and, and make the most dollars that authentic person can make, okay? 
and then help people around me. Like, I love that. Like, that's more important to me because we're all going to take our last breath, man. Mm -hmm. And every dollar we ever made goes out with that last breath, man. What's the fucking re- what? What are you gonna do? How are you gonna affect us? No, I agree. I've been uh, around big action sports people and talked to them five, ten years after their career, and they're just pra- they're just pumped that somebody's acknowledging them. And I'm like, this guy was the shit, and it so- shows you how fast the cycle is. And like you said, you have th- what? How many people get talked about years after their after their death by more than immediate family? Like point zero 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 one percent or something. Yeah, talk, uh, talk to a eighteen uh, year old, ask him what their thoughts on Johnny Carson is, and they're yeah. like, Ooh. yeah, and you're like, yes. that was That's the Joe Rogan man. of fucking yeah. 30, 40 years ago. Yeah, that was my nobody that was my gives dude. a fuck. No. Yeah. So and that's uh, like you were saying, you know, uh, enjoy the journey because ninety percent of it is the fucking journey, like. Because nobody, somebody was talking about billionaires, and they're like, "How did they become that?" They got, and I'm like, "Because the type of person that has the amount of motivation and hunger to become a millionaire is friends with people that are millionaires, and now they're hundred millionaires, and now they're still competing with them, and that's how that goes. You'll never be done." Hey, dude, I know a lot of people, dude, that are very fucking rich. And they're not very happy. Yep. Me too, man. <laughs> the the man, people I know too. with the most money are the least happy because that's all they're about is hunting the dollar all the time. <laughs> you guys, did money, I, did I turn problem. into a robot for you? Tim? He's going to turn yeah. into a robot. Are you going to probably turn into Adderall guy real soon, too? Because when he turns the robot, he's like, do, 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 do. You see, Sam's I didn't a, say anything. Sam's a professional. It took an hour for him to even acknowledge that I turned into a robot. It was the first time. It no, it's happened. happened like two other times. See? All right, well, I'll try not to laugh. I've seen you times. laugh before. Somebody started laughing before, and I was like, I'm roboting. No way, and man. And I, I was like, you know, Sam's holding I'm, it together. I will laugh at I've farts been, and dicks till I die. I've My kids very, say I've outrageous. Farts and dicks. That's a great I'm name sorry. of a podcast, by the way. Farts I can't. And dicks. Yeah, just I have laugh. I'm sorry. Dude, I have... watching my baby fart is the most fucking holy shit ever moment it's like they are so it's such an event because yeah. they don't know how to do it all the time yeah and it they're gas and like ah and then and then they're like yeah you're like yes and everybody's happy yeah it's awesome Those Fart, are the little things little yeah exactly man and that's what it all comes down to um when you guys, do comedy this is my last thing go don't don't the comedy man listen we all have a voice and some voices sell arenas some voices put 300 people in a room but you got to do your voice the most miserable fucks are business fucking comics mm. who make business decisions and they're very angry not all assholes not all clean comics are assholes but all asshole comics were clean. And that's just a fact, man. And you can get you across the board, man, because they made business decisions. Now there's people like Brian Regan, nicest dude in the world, because it's him. It's who he is. So there's nothing wrong with that. You got to be whoever you are, man. Whomever that is, fucking crank it, dude. Crank it as hard as you can, dude. Go hard in the fucking paint. Mm-hmm. And you're, you do, it's like fishing in the ocean, dude. You're not catching... 
You're not trying to catch certain fish. You're catching the fish that fucking like what you like, man. You just want to throw the net out and get as many people who are into what the fuck you do as you can, dude. Don't try to get every fish. Just get the ones that are into what the fuck you like. I don't want wow. the rest of them anyway because I don't want to have to curb myself. Dude, <laughs> I mean, like, These I'm guys very, know. They've like, seen me before. That's why I love following, again, Bob Levy. Because you, it, Bob does 10 minutes. You can go on there and say whatever the fuck. You can open. You were having that conversation before about lulling them in. Not after Bob. You can just, whatever you want, you can open with. Oh, yeah, because you're not going to say anything that's going to offend him. He's well, already opened the room. That's why Joe Rogan's so smart. He would bring Joey Diaz and Ari Shafir yeah. on the you road. Can say anything and you by want. the time he got up, he could say anything yeah. he wanted. <laughs> Nobody's going to be yeah. upset. That's yeah. how Levy is. I could open with fucking my rudest joke after Bob, and it was we were good. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's my whole thing. Go hard in the fucking paint, yeah. man. Make my life. Well, the only problem I have with the road is like when, like I would do these certain clubs in Florida and they would like always put me with this black comic that would flame through the room, but it wasn't my comedy. So I would have to fucking start simple and bring them into me. So there's this one, there's been a couple guys where I'm like, it's like they're Friday. I'm train spotting. And we're like, we're supposed, <laughs> yeah. to, it's supposed to work. And what it is is these comedy clubs are trying to double dip. They're playing, they're paying these fucking headliners feature money. And then they're making me have to go up there and follow these guys. And I'm just kind of like, now it's like, that's why I love doing fucking Tim Paul hat shows. They come to see me and Eddie. Eddie doesn't want to go last. I'd let Eddie go last if he wanted to, but he doesn't like to. He likes me to go last. I've been doing it 25 years. He's been doing it for a shorter time. And, uh, we get along perfectly when he does his time. Sometimes he'll do an hour. I'm like, Eddie, I got to go up. We got, we got another show. <laughs> oh, dude, I didn't know. And like, like he's really good jujitsu. He's also really good at, I don't see the light jujitsu yeah. too. Henry, <laughs> I'd like to see you he's light like, Eddie a couple of times. You fucking, uh, after the second time, you're like, I'm not lighting him again. I'm going to get fucking killed. The light <laughs> I don't like to make a thing with him because I love him so much. He's changed my life and without him, who knows where this whole game would be? I'm I'm blessed that like the the fucking like the the, the face of this movement outside of Alex yeah. Jones. You're right, man. Is like my best friend, and 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 like I remember he did the first show. I'm like, dude, I want to do a conspiracy show. Come on over, and we just talked. And I remember I go to him. He goes, what's? I go, welcome to Tim Paul. He goes, what's the name of the show? I go, Tim Paul. He goes, and he kind of didn't like it, but then later on he got it. It's like. We're NWA, dude. You yeah. know, you take yeah. the N word back. You take Tim Fall Happy. Yeah. Back, where are they gonna yeah. hold on to you? Yeah. Fuck yeah. And people that Fuck even yeah. that don't like it that search it end up finding you. You know, yeah. like you know exactly yeah. what it is. You know yeah. what you got. Not like no carnival parking, but that's I okay. Love it. That's perfect. Um, let me tell you this, Sam. Now that we've had this whole conversation, which you've already been to tips, but. We'll uh we'll have a good show because I think we'll have a bunch of like uh minded comedians to just fuck up the room. And I learned, you know, from Bob, you gotta let everybody know that uh we're having fun and everybody you gotta, you know, come along on this ride with us. We're gonna have fun. The biggest thing I ever learned is the darker the the the, the fucking joke, the bigger the smile. Yeah. <laughs> like, dude, you'd be amazed at like I used to watch myself. I was so angry on stage. I'm like, oh, that's why they're weird. 
now. I look like I'm fucking ready to fucking jump in the crowd, start swinging on people. So I'll do this like fake kind of smile at them because they're we're just all monkeys with shoes on, dude. Yeah. You know, like Bill. You know, just like we're just monkeys with shoes. So we have to signal to them that I'm having fun, and then they laugh too. I have. It's to- actually a cheat code to do. Comics laugh at their own jokes. That's a cheat code. Yeah, yeah. I have to talk to people. And make them think this is our conversation, and then like walk them into a joke. It's and perfect, then, dude. That's the, <laughs> that's actually some black belt shit that like get your crowd worked into bits so they don't know it's a bit. Yeah, exactly. That's some black belt shit. Because otherwise, they just stare at me and hate me. I do clumps. <laughs> I, I I I throw stuff. Oh yeah. You know what's so funny? It's like I re- I used to really think like that, and then. You know, what else it is, is like, you're kind of like me. You have some darker features. You know, we're not like Fluffy who walks up, who's like a thick dude yeah. and a fucking. Uh, and, dude, Fluffy's great. That's not negative him, but you know who he is yeah. when he's walking up. And he's not threatening. He's, he's. You, yeah, I, I look like a day walker, right? Exactly. Like, like I there used to be this area in San Francisco called the Tenderloin. It's where all the scumbags were. And I would, like, just walk at night by myself. Nobody would fuck with me because I look like a fucking vampire. Like, I was on the corner one time, this tranny hooker and her pimp in a Datsun were, like, screaming at each other over fucking money. And they just let me sit there because they didn't want to fuck with Blade over here. who's a fucking shady fuck. <laughs> but it's like that, that. It's a blessing to walk at night. But it sucks when you walk on stage because we're, like, I do a joke about it. It's like, uh, I call it, uh. Uh, I call it oppression math. Like people do oppression math as you walk to the stage, and the more they think you've been impressed, the more shit you could talk. Yeah, that's also yeah. like if they know what you look like. Like that's a problem with comedy too. It's like uh, I know what people's acts are now walking the stage, and I don't blame them. Like for me, dude, you know what the best sign of a great comic is, and I'm the only one who thinks this. If a comic can wake up the next day looking completely different, could they rock? If, like, if Bill Burr woke up as a fucking Asian lesbian, he would still throttle motherfuckers, right? (laughs) Yeah. Dude, I've said it. If I woke up as a fat black, I would crush, dog. Yeah. Crush. Yo, I've said He's it. on the you... stage, fat black. And I'm like, what's up, dog? I quit fucking coke. So now what I do is I get a bunch of plan B. I crush it up. I give the chicks. They do rails of plan B, and I blast inside them. <laughs> black Sam saying that? Crush fest, right? <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> yes. Five, five foot Pakistani Sam saying that. Crush, crush right? Crush. Dude, imagine if you were, you know? if you were, a, <laughs> if you were a black Latino... Uh, no, the peak of it, dude, uh, is a, a fat black uh, gay midget. That no, is they, but they got to the have fucking... Down syndrome. Yeah, special like Beetlejuice. Special, Beetlejuice. Need, special need midget black Puerto Rican. I mean, uh, dude, uh, that's, so that's my joke. Kevin Hart's only two of those things. Look yeah. how fucking. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that guy hangs out with the fucking rock. I mean, geez, <laughs> this guy's killing it. Dude, I want to throw that dude on my fucking keychain and just throw him at people when they attack. <laughs> That's a rock he's got to be some kind of like good luck charm or something. Well, I mean, back to conspiracies and I got to go. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> dude, how does Kevin Hart crash his car, sever his spine, call himself back to his hotel? 
his house, call the cops, and then fucking like six months later is doing deadlifts. Let's call Tommy G. Bring in the clones. Bring in the clones. The See, I think I think that they used all the uh, medical technology that they actually have and put them back together. Because <clears throat> racers will crash their dick off, fucking be hurt, and ride like two weeks later. And I'm like, could be those smoking stem cells. How do we yeah. pull that off? It's Cam Newton flipping his car, breaking his back, yeah, and playing right? football two weeks later. Yeah, yeah, I forgot about that one. Dude, why don't we remake that, man? The Million Dollar Man? Yeah, I the, forgot uh, about that. The and, they, and they look version? like Mary Poppins like two weeks later. Yo, when you this is my type of conspiracy <laughs> shit getting hurt. Why don't it seem like $500, man? Yeah, exactly. That's what they, that's what they want. As soon as you get hurt and get surgery, why do they not pump you full of stem cells? I had surgery on my shoulder, my hip, my leg, blah, blah, blah. Nobody ever was like, after this surgery, we're going to give you stem cells and you take these vitamins. I had one you were in Travis Pastrana. I had one doctor. Yeah, exactly. I had one <laughs> doctor ever be like, listen, don't no tobacco, no this, no that. You need to take these vitamins. But he still didn't offer me stem cells. Was George Bush the president? Yeah, but what about yeah. PRP? Well, George Bush made that shit yeah. illegal. What is getting George Bush, late, George Bush hates black people. Yes, PRP. and, and motocross people that PRP, crash. PRP, PRP. Motocross is the uh, black people of X Games. I don't know if you know that. Because <laughs> we have the biggest balls and dick or what? Yeah. <laughs> the biggest dick and the worst credit. <laughs> uh, PRP, platelet rich plasma is just your blood. Fun, yes, and then fun. they put so like they didn't even offer that. You're well, not gonna offer like, that. Like you got your medical shit from a food truck. That's what it sounds <laughs> like. How about this, Sam? I had a surgery on my neck when I was twenty five or twenty six. So this is two thousand five, two thousand seven. Uh, where I had a herniated, two herniated discs. No, one herniated disc and two bulging in my neck, and they went through my neck with a needle that emitted sound waves and shrunk the discs down and released the pressure. Nobody still knows about this fucking surgery today. This was 15 years ago. I'm with you, dude. It's like it's like they don't really want to cure anybody of no. anything. They want to get they you into the cycle. They just want to make money off you. And it's just like it's time for an uprise, like that one gentleman says on his show, man. It's time for an uprise. And I got to go because I got an yeah. uprising okay, yeah. here with a chick with big mammies. Sam, thank you so much, brother. Yes, thank, um, you. thank you, guys. We'll do it again soon. Guys, no thank problem. Thank you so I much. Love being, I love doing your show, and we'll do it again. Thanks, thank Sam. You, Sam. Thank you. Appreciate you guys. it, brother. Keep, we'll talk keep, soon. Keep it going so we can shout out where Sam, Sam is, uh, where you can find him. Get guys, out can of find here. him at Tinfoil Hat. Oh, he left. Tinfoil Hat. The po- he's got the popular podcast, Tinfoil Hat. Check him out. He's on the road all the time. The and Swarm, we thank you all for coming. Broken What's Simulation. Up? His site. Broken, Broken simulation, simulation is his site. Broken Simulation is his uh, YouTube channel and podcast. It's hilarious. If you guys haven't checked it out, please check out Broken Simulation on YouTube. It's fucking the greatest new show uh, on YouTube. Uh, thank you so much to The Swarm. Anyone came out to check it out, thank you so much. Anybody watching, please like and subscribe. If you like it, if you hate it, Give us a like. Give us a review, please. It means the world to us, and thank you, guys. Uh, also, some big news coming. Big, big news is coming soon. Oh, check out all. Go ahead. Well, first, the website is up. Yes. Uh, I forgot what it is now. Freethinker.tv. Free 
is up. It's basically like um, uh, it captures all of our sites. We are all of our podcasts. No carnival parking is on there. You can find it. You can find the Clint files where basically I talk about what we just talked about with Sam. Uh, why you know like natural pain killers, all that type of shit. Like why aren't we doing all that stuff? And also uh, Two Wheels of Freedom, which is a dirt bike podcast. But uh, I think you get what my deal is. So we <laughs> we talk to dirt bikers, drink with them, and uh, try to suck them down the rabbit hole every once in a while. What were you saying, Mike? You got a you're, you got a teaser for a podcast. Yeah. Mike's own podcast coming up. Uh, it's not out yet. We're not going to drop the name. So yeah. uh so I got a podcast coming out where it's not going to be as crazy as much as I love this hang with my boys. I got a podcast coming out where we're going to just start talking to uh, some other thinkers out there and just start talking about all kinds of crazy shit, whether I agree with it or not. It doesn't matter if I agree with it. I'm just going to want to hear people's opinions. I want to see what's it. out there. And, Explore uh, be a free and Henry's going to have a podcast soon. About music have a or, podcast soon, and or beer. And it will nah, be on just, there. You know, stay tuned for my uh live dj sets before after our yes. usual shows and etc and yeah you can catch me on no carnival parking and uh this is where you can hear me especially especially once we're in the studio hint, hint very people soon. we're gonna yeah get then the i studio. then i can have some real fun we're gonna yep. get back in the studio and uh yeah um mike is real june bug see you made you made your instagram handle really difficult I'm just Clint Esposito on everything. If you want to find me personal, Clint Esposito on everything. You can find the links to all my stuff. Real June Bug. Yep, that's me. Is uh, Instagram handle on Instagram, and on Instagram, Henry is Crate Keepers. It's crate like milk crates. C R A T E K E E P E R S. Yes, crate yep. keepers. You, never know, just, you can just call me crates. My C R A T E S. My spelling is crates. terrible. So I There we are. There keep, we this are. has been fun, man. This was great. Sam took us to fucking church today. Yeah, man. Thank you everybody. Uh join us next week. We're gonna have two more guests on. We don't plan that far ahead because like you saw this week, it got pushed back, but that's what it is. So later. Yeah. Bye bye. Peace.